Yo, 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 what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Get Him Chopping Podcast. I am your host, Paul Paleo. A lot to talk about today. Nets get eliminated. The Islanders save their season. But first off, I would like to give a shout out to my father and all the other fathers out there on Father's Day. You are very appreciated and we love you. <laughs> right? But, <laughs> but, but the biggest news is he's back. I would like to welcome back my buddy, my co-host, Mr. Long Drink himself, Michael D. Tommaso. Mikey, I miss you, pal. How you doing, Hammer? I miss you too, and it's good to be back. Thank you guys for uh, for sticking it out with Paul last week. We had a great episode. He uh, a little took, bit rough. Took the team on his back, did it by himself, but. Um, just had a lot going on last week and uh, just actually got back from Atlanta, which was awesome. Um, had like a little long drink outing out there. Uh, had a lot of fun. We went to the Braves game and uh, just, just basically Fuck the did Braves. <laughs> nice. Just basically <laughs> did a full blitz. But um, again, just going off of what Paul said, really, really appreciate all of uh, our fathers. And, uh, you know, obviously we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for our dad. So, <laughs> so let's, uh, let's give a big thanks to them. And um, a lot of a lot of cool shit to talk about, man. We got a we got a like you said a ton of stuff. Wow, the got Nets, a ton dude, of stuff. The Nets, listen, man. The Nets really they literally just proved to us that talent ain't shit. Well, all right. When, when you, you have, look at the Knicks season, you look at the Nets yeah, season. When you have fucking bums like Kyrie Irving that are sitting on the bench because they're, they're he's they're, he's not a bum. He's just mentally softer than baby shit. That's it. That's what he is. So, what what is your famous famous saying? Softer than what fault? There you go. All right. Softer than an ice cream truck. Yeah, but I mean, listen. I heard more plastic bro. when I open up my Star Wars toys. You know, Shout I out like. Coach Dell. Those are all your sayings. I like did some research, <laughs> like you know, and like two years ago, KD and Kyrie decided to sign. I know, mm-hmm. I know, KD missed all last year, but out of 144 games, you know how many games they played together? Do you think KD gets? I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know what? I was just going to say, KD, you are an absolute fucking beast. Yeah, all the credit you to you, bro. You are an absolute fucking beast, and... I put the team on my back, though. You went from a ruptured Achilles to having the most Game 7 points in playoff history ever. Without taking a minute off. Yeah. Played every single minute. 53 minutes. But though, you man. have to give that's, you that's have to give credit to James Harden too. I mean, so, he was he was roughing it out there. He was yeah. hurt, but he, he at least he played. But I did apologize. Mm-hmm. I did apologize. Go back to the stat because it's actually very interesting. Out of, out of 144 games, KD and Kyrie have played 27 games together. That's disgusting. Yeah. KD, that's Kyrie disgusting. and Harden, they got Harden 15 games into the season. They played 72 yeah. seasons. They played yeah. 72 games. They've only played eight games together. So how are you supposed to get some camaraderie, some, you know, like, team to play well together? Like, talent isn't everything. Yeah. And they proved that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was yeah. it was rough to watch, bro. I felt bad. KD, I mean, uh, KD left everything he had yeah. out there, and it just, it wasn't enough. Yeah, no. I think, to I be mean, honest with you, I think chemistry, you know, chemistry is more important than talent. I just... Like, I wanted them to lose, but I wanted them to lose in the final. So at least I would stay uh, interested. Like Herb Brooks said, you do not have enough talent to win on talent. Exactly. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, bro. I mean, watching it, it was just... It was a little rough, but, I, I mean, I didn't really care. It's just... It's annoying. 
It's annoying to have all that talent on that team. Joe Harris, bro. Holy shit. He had a Julius Randle type series. Seriously. He couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. I'm watching him shoot. You watch him shoot all season. He's money from three. The guy couldn't hit a shot. It was unbelievable. It was terrible. Like, I, I feel bad. I feel, generally feel bad for him. It was awful. But credit to Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, I don't really don't give a shit about you. I probably won't even watch. I'll watch for the podcast, but I really don't care about you. But, yeah. dude, how about the Islanders saving their season last night? Oh, my God, dude. Dude. Ryan, that, Ryan Pollock. That was probably the best defensive hockey player I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Like, you see, it was like, a, it, it was regular speed, but it looked like it was in slow motion. And not to, not for nothing, Ryan McDonough made a hell of a move oh my on that play, too. That was an incredible move. Oh, and this my guy God. just comes sliding across the uh, uh, sliding across the crease. Basically, I wouldn't say save their season because dude, they, they go down three one or they go into overtime and lose. Their season's over. I know, I know, but he he saved their season. That was that was the play of the year for them. Yeah. Seriously, but there's a lot of theoreticals there. What if, if that goal goes in? It's not like they would have lost the season. But Tampa also holds the momentum going into yeah, overtime. That that is true. Why let them go into overtime if they don't have to? Yeah. That was just instincts yeah. taking place. Yeah, it was, it was unbelievable, man. It really was. But one thing that I will say is that the Islanders' fourth line, probably, in my opinion, is the best fourth line that I've ever seen on an NHL hockey team. I just, I can't, I want to, I really want to see. Therefore, I don't, I don't like the Islanders. I, I don't want our listeners to think that I like them. It's yeah. just, I want to keep interested. I'm interested in the Islanders. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're no, like, man, listen, you know, man, they're like, they're, they're not flashy. They're, they're just yeah. a good hockey team. They're fucking I would love gritty. to see, I would love they're to see liners. them in Vegas yeah. in the Stanley Cup Finals. I want to see that. They're just, you know what it is? They're just... They're, they're scrappy, doing, man. They're, they're really doing are. whatever it takes to win games. Exactly. exactly. And you love whatever to see that. Whatever the fuck it takes. But... And, yeah. um, you know, the, we're watching great hockey right now. Tampa Bay's a great team, so... There is nothing like... Playoff hockey. There's just nothing like yeah. it. Yeah, it's probably the only sport where I can just watch two random teams play. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's. I mean, even though we're watching Philly Atlanta right now, mm-hmm. Atlanta's up by two. Yeah. But uh, yeah, dude, it was it was um, that play was just uh, my jaw dropped. I couldn't believe. So it. so I was just in Atlanta, and there's something that you would love to hear. Um, I did not see one person wearing a Trey Young jersey, because I know you don't like Trey Young, even though he's a fucking star. Um, nah, he. I mean, every, listen, I so respect jersey, him, I yeah, just the, can't stand him. The jersey of choice in Atlanta for everybody was Dominique Wilkins. Okay. Yeah. All right. The human highlight film. Well, you think it's because Trey Young is, is balding at 21? You think that's the reason? I mean, listen, I'm a bald guy. I can't really, you know, I'm not going to shit on him for being bald, but <laughs> stop holding on, man. Like, you could you could see the forest through the trees with his hair. Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. What's going on with your head right now? You got short Yeah, stomachs. I haven't got a haircut in a while. Yeah, blah, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. yeah. Leave me alone. You know, that makes you a fucking hypocriticizer <laughs> yourself. <laughs> Fuck Trey um, Young. But, so, I mean... We talked earlier about the the greatest play-by-play announcers. However, we did not see too much good play-by-play announcing in the Islanders game the other day. Um, and I'd like to for oh. you to play a clip. Chris King. Of, and, of but Chris you know King's what? Voice. I want to give him credit because he is not yeah. he's not a terrible play-by-play guy. His, yeah, he just has a very yeah, it's he, like, he sounds like a fucking teenage boy. No, it's not even it's puberty. not even that. It's just like pretty much like his voice sounds like 
what the military uses to torture terrorists. Oh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like they lock you in a room and they just play Chris King highlights yeah. over and over. Yeah. Until the terrorist quits, it's just that's the way it goes. Yeah, but, well, either that or either like that or Chris Collinsworth, maybe. Chris yeah, Collinsworth. but I just I would love yeah. to play a Chris. I would love to play a clip of him, right? Okay, now. yeah. So that's let's hear it. it. Let's put it on. Um, Casey skates in alone on two Perez. Shoots. He scores. Casey Sazikis, a breakaway overtime game-winning goal. <laughs> See, great call. It was a great call. But he sounds like Mickey Mouse before his balls dropped. <laughs> it's like I can't listen to him. It's wow. like his his voice goes in one ear and out of the other. But yeah. great call, dude. Great no, call. it was a good call. You know? a good call. I'll give him that. I'll give him that. I'll give him the, the content. I just won't give him the, uh, you know, the... But, dude, I didn't talk to you last week. So I want to ask you a question about, uh, you know, Garrett Cole and the old spider tack. What do you think about that? Um, do you agree with it? Do you think they're allowed to use, you know, stuff to help them with their grip? Or do you think, like, and well, he, also his his response was awful to that question. Yeah. Well, I'll play I, that I, honestly, in a second. I, I didn't hear anything about his response. But, um, dude, this is something that has been going on in the MLB since people started throwing baseballs. This has been going on forever. Pine tar. They used to have Vaseline on the on the inside of their gloves. There's there's so much different substances. There you go. I'll play I'll play it for you right now. Okay. Let well, me know. Let me know what you think. All right. Well, yeah. Play it. But um, there there's so many different things that uh, pitchers are able to have an advantage. But did on a you batter. see this spider tag shit though? It's no, like you can put a baseball it. on your two fingers and the baseball will just sit there, like it won't fall. Just sit on your fingers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's cheating. If you want to use, you know, bag of rosin or, you yeah. know, suntan lotion they're using or, or whatever you want to use is fine. But I think that is cheating. I think there's, you know, a line that's good, that has to be crossed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But there's a similar here. Um, I don't... I don't know. He's asking if you ever use spider attack while pissing. I don't know. I, I, I don't know if... Uh... I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that, to be honest. Um, okay, so the answer is yes. I mean, like, what kind of answer was that? He said yes without saying it. Yeah. Yeah. No. He, well, he actually didn't say yes, but he said yes. Uh. 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 uh that's uh, yes. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I get it. I get it. it sounds like. Um, hmm. <laughs> it's, it sounds like he's. I wouldn't uh, want him testifying for me. <laughs> like, yeah, no. He sounds like he would crack on the questioning. <laughs> oh, you say, bro, like, that's great. Yeah, no. You say uh, no, dude. Yeah, it's that yeah, easy. No. Yeah, no. If I if I ever committed a crime, I, I wouldn't want the uh, the cops questioning Garrett Cole. But I mean, you know, the Yankees. I mean, listen, John Carlos Stanton. He's making a little bit of a comeback. He's playing a little bit better. Yeah, no, he's Hopefully, you know, right now. he could stop drinking a Gatorade and pulling yeah. a hamstring. But so you, you you know what I really like about I mean obviously not the hitting, but it seems like whenever the Yankees are getting, um, you know, beaten by other teams in their pitching, yeah, the Yankees pitching is just 
you know, like today they won two to one. Well, it's the same thing with the you Mets. Know what I mean? Yeah, like their their pitching is out pitching most teams. Um, even though they're right now they're in third place, I still think they're playing good baseball uh, defensively. Um, they're getting. I think they have like three triple plays already this year. I think they're playing good baseball. They just once their bats come to life, like Gary Sanchez is bad is coming to life right now. By the way, I just saw my punchable face of the week. Oh yeah, yeah. Trey Young. No. Of course. Nope. No? No. Alright, anywho. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, but um yeah, their pitching has been I mean, there there's nothing that I could say that's bad about their, their pitching. And right it's now. a surprise because honestly, I'm like yeah. like I feel like the way the Yankees put their team together, it's like, alright. It's all power, no speed. Mm-hmm. It's great pull, bullpen, no starting. Yeah. You know what I mean? But you have guys that are coming in and starting. I mean, Jordan Montgomery's okay. Jamison Tyone's been at the fucking disaster. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they've been holding their own. It's just, honestly, you know, it's getting late early. You got Tampa winning. You got yeah. Boston winning, you know? So you got to make a run here. But, yeah. We not not we do. We do. Yeah. But we're not even at the halfway point of the season yet. But you have to be... I mean, within five games back at the, at the All Star break. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm we're, I think we're about five games right now. No, you're more than that. No, I think we're about five. And I thought a half. you were like seven and a half. No, 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 no. I think we're like five games right now. Something like that. I mean, we can look it up. We have no, yeah. in front of us. But, uh, but um, yeah, I think uh, you know they're the guys who have been sucking all year. Their bats are starting to get get a little bit you know more. It's only a matter of time, dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but listen, it's it's a long season. It's a long season, like you. But like you need to make before. an addition. Whether it, you need a starter pitcher, yeah. you need a starting pitcher, and I mean, do you really want Brett Gardner starting for you every day? No. You know, is that you know what you Brett know? Gardner? This is going to be his last year. Um, they're not going to re-sign him. He is a great utility guy right now. He's and a fourth yet, outfielder, but he's not yeah, a fourth outfielder for yeah, this team. I know. You know what I I'm know. saying? So right. they, they need to do. They need to make not one, but they need to make a couple of moves. Um, to get back into this division. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean... Because I thought they were going to run away with it. Like, at the beginning of the season, I didn't think there was going to be competition at all. Well, the Red Sox were kicking ass in the beginning of the season. I know, but you're talking about, you know, the Rays traded uh, uh, Blake Snell. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? They lost another pitcher. I forget his name, to Atlanta. Yeah, but the you know Rays... I, mean? I, I feel like the Rays just... Yeah, they you know, outsmart all... They're a farm system. Like, they opponent. just... They, yeah. They're like the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Like, random people come up and they just yeah. studs. So, yeah. um, if we're taking a little MVP uh, preview, yeah. who are you saying, NL? Jacob I mean, DeGrom. Jacob DeGrom, hands down, right? It, I mean... The, I've, never seen a, I've never seen he, a... a he scares me, bro. Like, the last the last two starts, he comes out with the elbow, he comes out with the shoulder, and then he comes out and says it's no big deal. And then he starts again. If it, if it was up to me, bro, I would... Two starts. Just let him relax. No. For two starts. I know he realizes the greatness that he's producing out there. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just just give him a break. Because he's, he's not going to take it upon himself to sit. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know you, he's taking MRIs and coming back empty. Oh, the, but guy whatever. Fucking, the guy's an absolute warrior. Honestly, you know what? Dude, I, I mean, my favorite Mets of all time is Mike Piazza 1, David Wright 2. And okay. I don't think they're my top two favorite Mets anymore. Yeah. This guy, he... he yeah. I watched him pitch last week, and it was, it was like the, one of the greatest experiences of my life. It was like it was like <laughs> watching like like a dance number, yeah. like the way he moved, the way he pitched, yeah. the way he hit. Just, it was I, just you yeah. felt like you were in the presence of greatness. Like could you? Yeah. All right, could you ever see the Mets pinch hitting 
on using him as a pinch hitter because he just he, he's hundred percent. Uh, well, they wouldn't because he might get hurt. But when he pitches, he can bat sixth in this lineup. He's batting like a four six. But I'm right saying now. in this lineup, I mean, you got Jose Peraza batting seventh, yeah. Jonathan Villar, Billy. You know, you got these guys batting like Jacob Degrom could hit the ball. I mean, I know you got Shohei Otani. Yeah. He's like very flashy. Yeah. Whatever. Jacob Degrom is like the same kind of player. He, Honestly, yeah. I think he might he might be my favorite man of all time. Okay. You know, I just want him to stay healthy. I mean, I don't see why it wouldn't be. The guy is you know, he's, I mean, a, he's an absolute warrior. And the the fact that they had all these guys hurt, and they still have a five-game lead in the division, and now they got Conforto back, they're getting McNeil back, you got Nimmo on the way back, Syndergaard, Carrasco, you got these guys that are coming back. I, I will say that I did not expect the Mets to be where they exactly. are. Exactly. You thought they were going to collapse. No, no, And they've not, been like 14 I and 5 since well, you said I, that. Well, I did say that I did think that they were going to go downhill. However, they did not do that, and I thought that the Phillies and the Braves were going to be a much better team this year. Well, and it's been still early, dude. Honestly, it's, it's still early. Yeah. You know what I mean? But uh, I just, you know, they're such a scrappy bunch. I love watching. Like, I, you know, no offense, dude. I watch the Yankees, and it's like, it's boring. Yeah, no, they're a boring team to watch. I watch the Mets, and it's like, you never know who's going to be the guy tonight. Yeah. You know what I mean, they got random guys coming up. I mean, you know what I mean, it's just you—you you just never you're like like yeah. Billy McKinney, bro. Like, who saw that coming? That's Nobody. Crazy. You love him. I mean, you I do, I, you, I love him. Love I do. Yeah. He's a scrappy guy. I love Mike Talkman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and Mike Ford, but you, you traded him to Tampa for nothing. Right yeah. You know, but it's just like uh, it's. I I know it's because I'm a Mets fan, but I just. Like, I love watching this team. Mm -hmm. The bullpen is playing better than anybody anticipated. I mean, we have arguably the top three, like, top three rotation guys, the best in the major leagues. Mm -hmm. They both have a sub-2-5 ERA, all three of yeah. them. Jacob DeGrom has a point five six ERA. Like, like what? That, that's like, I don't even do that on my player on the show. <laughs> like, that, it's yeah. an absolute joke. Nah, he, he's, uh, he's having a... A, a very very memorable season, but um, one thing that I wanted to talk to you about yeah, because obviously last week I wasn't here, um, and when it happened, I was super super happy about it. Was uh, Gerard Gallant being appointed as the New York Rangers head coach? I'd like to talk a little bit about that because I think it is one of the most strategic moves that they've made in quite some time. When they hired David Quinn, I wasn't a fan. Um, didn't know much about him, obviously. I'm not a huge um, college hockey guy, but I'm like, all right, you know, it's a good-looking guy, I guess, from fucking BC. <laughs> Let's see what yeah, he's no, got. I understand. Um, but what Gerard Gallant has done with the, the you know, the Golden Knights, um, what he did with the uh, the Florida Panthers. That's all I he, know about him, yeah, so, you, so you tell me. So he is very good at developing young talent, which kind of went over my head and... Um, you know, I really, really like to see his resume because when you look at his resume, it just makes it just makes sense. And then you know, when you when you watch the the Golden Knights in their first season ever being a team, he took them. Yeah, a, no. a, a Stanley Cup. But fucking, let me ask you a question: Does it? You know, does it making so, it to the Stanley Cup is unbelievable. Does it surprise you that he was available? Is that like? Is that, yeah. Um. It doesn't surprise me because I don't know how he is as a person. Okay. Um, I just know what he's capable of when it comes to developing young talent, but I don't know how he is as a player's coach. You know Do you I mean? believe that he could take this team 
over the top. You well, think he can win them a cup, help them win a cup? If the Rangers didn't agree, if Chris Jury didn't agree, then then not. They wouldn't have hired him. Yep. Because that's Chris his first Jury hire. I think important. Chris Jury knows what he's doing. So. I fucking hope so, man. Yeah, you cleaned house. I mean, you have to believe in this All I know is the last experience that I've had with the Rangers being in a, a Stanley Cup was in 2014. It broke my heart. And uh, I haven't been alive for a New York Rangers championship. We were, and I'd born, love the, to see we were one. born the year after. What? <laughs> we were born 95, they won 94. Yeah, I know. We were born the year after. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I think I think the loss to the Devils the year before hurt me more than losing to the Kings. But, I mean, yeah. to each his own, uh, same shit. But yeah. uh, I want this team to win, man. I, mm-hmm. They're so young and they're so talented and... Yeah, you know, you got Niels Lundqvist coming over. I mean, I don't know if they're gonna if they're gonna use him in a trade or if they're gonna play him or yep. you know what I mean. But, so, all right, now we talked about the NHL, talked about the MLB. I really want to talk about the NFL, and I want to ask you, who do you think is gonna have the biggest bounce back season from last year? In the NFL. In the NFL, who's gonna have who didn't who didn't have a good season last year? Who's gonna be that bounce back team? Oh, team. Yeah. Okay. Um. I think it's a great question because there's there's a lot of teams that made a lot of moves. So yeah. Who's, Atlanta? Who's, you think so? Maybe. Possibly. Because that was a team that I was thinking about. They're, I think they're decent. Like, yeah. I don't think they're horrible. Yeah. You okay. know? Like, there's, a, there's a few teams yeah. like that. I think, I think the Cowboys, unfortunately, yeah. you know, my family loves them. Love you guys. But getting Dak back is a huge deal. So, mm-hmm. another team that I was thinking of... Washington? Well, Washington, yeah. But I think that the Eagles... We're talking about the NFC East. I think that the Eagles have a very good shot at winning the NFC East. Really? And this is coming from a Giants fan. Just FYI. Dude, that's a fire hot take. Like, I know. Holy shit. Yeah, okay. No, I really Get do. It. I really do. Explain. Um, because, dude, think about it. Every single year, the NFC, is open to, uh, NFC East is open to anybody. Right? Yeah. So, the NFC East is like, it's a very interesting conference because you have teams that are able to be 7-9, and nine or, well, this year they're having 18 games, but, so let's say maybe 17 8 games. and 9, uh, yeah, 17 games, 18 weeks. Um, you know, you have a team that's basically almost below a 500 team that's making the playoffs. Uh, but do you really <laughs> trust Jalen Hurts? To lead them, that's that's what I'm looking for. I mean, that's what I'm looking for. I would love to. I see I know they Jalen got Devonte well. Smith. I know. I know. I you know, know what it is? Jalen Hurst just he doesn't make right decisions. You got Joe Flacco too. That doesn't mean that doesn't mean anything. Right. That means absolutely nothing. Yeah. But I mean, I know that. I mean, I could see a few teams that I could see taking a step back. All right. New Orleans. I mean, so, I like Jameis Winston. I just don't trust him. Yeah. You know? So who's? Um, who do you think is going to have, one, the best rookie season, two, the best sophomore year season after their rookie campaign last year? Well, the thing is that I'm biased, dude. Okay. You know, I mean, I, I've i watched I've watched Elijah Moore during minicamp. And this kid has <laughs> Steve Smith written yeah. all over him, and yeah. I love it. You know I absolutely is? love it. But here's the thing. You scout all the Jets players. You watch the Jets players, but you don't watch the other guys because all you give a fuck, give a fuck about is the Jets. No, I watch other people no, too. Do, it's no, just, it's, I'm biased, do. bro. I'm, but, I'm biased. But you just 
you you can't just look at Elijah Moore's save and say he's going to be the fucking rookie of the year. He very might well be. I, I don't mean, know, but I, you're just I, saying I, that because I mean, you're a Jets fan. The 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 layup is a quarterback. So if you want to go Trevor yeah. Lawrence. I mean, you can go there. You want to go Justin Fields, you can go there. I don't think Trey Lance is going to play much. I don't think Mac Jones is going to play much. I don't want to jinx Zach Wilson. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You think Kyle Pitts has the... uh the ability. Well, I know you, you said Kyle Pitts is overrated, but I think it's he's not that he's overrated, bro. I think it's he's going to have over a thousand yards, it, and I think Najee Harris is going to have at least three hundred touches. You have all, you have all these tight ends coming out, like OJ Howard, like all these guys that they were like, yo, they're the next big thing, and they're like, yeah. they're solid NFL players, but they're not what they were all cracked out yeah. to be. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's, I mean, I, I think it's a, I think it's a risky take taking a tight end at the fourth overall pick, but you know, I mean. Uh, He's a freak athlete. He's a freak athlete. No, that's exactly what he is. And you know what? You know who I have? A player that's going to surprise people that didn't play well last year. I'm going to go back to New York, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to the Jets. Andrew Thomas. Okay. I think he's going to have a better year this he's year. He's going to have a big I think he didn't year. have a training yeah. camp last year. I yeah, think no, he was thrown into the fire. I agree with that. And, and I think hopefully yeah. the Giants need him to have a comeback yeah. season because... They didn't draft any offensive linemen. Yeah. They didn't sign any offensive linemen. They're rolling with the same group that they rolled with last year. So we have to hope that Andrew Thomas and, and Matt Parrott are better right. than what they thought. And Paul, I'm going to cut you off here as we're just watching. Uh, uh, 18 seconds sevens. left. We have 18 seconds left. Atlanta is up at 101-96. to 96. Um, It looks like they're going to be winning game seven, but, you know, no. no uh, you, you can never count on it, so we'll see. I gotta tell yeah, you, I uh, feel so much better as a Knicks fan. You feel so much better as a <laughs> like, Knicks fan, right? Like, yeah, if no. they would have got blown out by Philly, I would have, yeah. you know. But at least, at least <laughs> I know that this team was actually a good so team. As, that as they Trey Young's going to the line, this this look, guy, you could see, you could see through his hair. You could see through it. <laughs> kind of looks like one of those Cabbage Patch kids. Yeah, bro, it's yeah. awful. Yeah. But right. yo, you're a stud, dude. God, yeah, God yeah. bless you. Yeah, you would Man. love him if it was. A yeah, dick. yeah, I know. But get hair yeah. plugs or shave your head. Yeah. yeah. All right. So he's gonna hit this. They're gonna go up seven, and the Atlanta Hawks are gonna advance. Is what's gonna happen. So we got 17 seconds. But um, this guy from the Phoenix Suns, the fan, Suns and Four guy. He's an absolute phenom. He's on a the star. Right now. He's a, dude, the Boston's making Boston's shirts of him. They're giving him fucking half of the proceeds, which is awesome. Dude, honestly, he's a fucking stud. Did you watch yeah. the video? Yeah, no. Like, yo, great. I was like, this guy's yeah. the fucking man. He yo, he's beating his shit out of a dude yeah. while telling his friend, yo, you're next. I'm you're beating next. his shit out of your friend. Sons and four. <laughs> yeah, bro. Sons yeah. and four. Yo, shout out to that fucking yeah, guy, yeah. bro. And then, God bless. Not, not to mention, he got Devin Booker's attention. Uh... And fucking Devin Booker. You got Portnoy's attention, too. Portnoy's, and they had a fucking video sky. Yeah, they made a shirt for him. I know that. I know that. But he was at the fucking, so the reason why I'm bringing it up is... He was at the Suns game today, I saw. He was at the Suns game today. And everyone's taking pictures of him. They got a fucking standing round of applause for him. They're taking pictures. He's fucking mad cool. He's just holding up the fours. (laughs) I gotta be honest, I'm a little jealous because I wish I was that dude. Yeah. I wish I was him. Yeah. You know? But... <laughs> so that's that's another conversation that's we awesome, can have, bro. Um, you think of iconic fans. You think of like La- Dance and Larry from the New York Rangers, Fireman Edge for the Jets. Ed. Now you have fucking this guy, license plate guy from the Giants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you yeah. have the, you have this fucking guy now. 
Um, yeah, but he could, he like, all those guys are old. Yeah. Like, he's like our age, like 25, 26 yeah. years old. Like, yeah. we could, con- yeah, like, yeah, no. like, I could see, like, But I you think know? that guy is going to be, like, the face of fucking the Suns franchise. In terms we should of get him, I wish we could get him on the podcast. Yeah. No, that'd be great. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, that'd be fucking awesome. Maybe Game. Do, maybe we do some fucking research. Atlanta. Yep. Eastern Conference Finals, congrats. Yep. Boring series. I predict Atlanta going to the finals at this point. You do. I don't think the Bucks are that great now. You do. All right. All they gotta do is foul Giannis. Yeah. He can't hit a free throw to save yeah. his life. But we'll see what happens. It's gonna be a good series. Yeah. Um, but whatever. I honestly wish the Nets were there. I uh, honestly do. Uh, I would like to see well, that. Well, I, I honestly, I. It's am, like it's like lacking. It's I like, think Kyrie Irving is probably the biggest fucking bitch that I've ever seen out of a, any professional sports athlete. So I'm glad he's not getting a ring. Yeah, I, he actually, but he already has one, so it doesn't matter. I'm glad he's not getting a ring with the Nets. Well, I'm I, you know, I listen to uh, to uh, ESPN Radio. Yeah. You know, Dave Rothenberg, and uh, he had a doctor on, and she was saying like, if Kyrie had a low ankle sprain, it's like six, seven days that he should be out before he could be back. You couldn't push that a couple of days. He's soft, man. He really is. He's not soft. meant for this. Bro, you're talking about a fucking game seven. A Bro, game seven. I, I, to I, I, I tore my knee up in high school and I didn't miss a game. Like, I and that's high school. I'm not even getting paid for that both shit. Both of my fucking hip flexors. My <laughs> hip flexors almost snapped in half and I was uh, back in a week. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, and, and we're not even getting paid. These guys are getting paid fucking, exactly. what is his salary? $40 million a year Dude, or something like that? Dude, I don't even like want to know. It makes me it's, sick. It's, just, it's, I think he's a fucking thief. He's just robbing money. Takes days point. off whenever he feels like yeah, it. All no, I'm not I, mentally I, ready. The guy's yeah, soft. That's just that's wish. just it. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine telling your boss, "Hey, listen, um, I don't think I'm going to come in today." The Yankees are actually four and a half games back. Four and a half, exactly. Yeah, wow. Yeah, no, I told wow, you. They're, that's they're, a, that, they're they were just up. eight games back a couple yeah, days ago. Yeah, no, they're fucking. They're they're kicking ass right now, and they're winning games that are really tight games that they're not hitting too. So. And the Mets got um, a four game lead, just getting their yeah. guys back. I mean. Yep. You know, let's just. I, yeah. I gotta hope I, this team is good. Lindor starting to hit you now. Know, I mean, dude, you know what I like about what the Yankees are doing right now? The games that they're winning are tight games in the late innings, and they're winning. They're winning in the late innings. They're fucking. And it was also it was great. games that a few weeks ago yeah. they were losing. Yeah, no, absolutely, you know what I mean? absolutely. But you know what it is? They're such a streaky ball club. Um, you know, like like mo- most teams are. But uh, I really want to see them go on like a heavy win streak right now. I think they have the uh, you know all the tools to do it. Um, Gary Sanchez is finally getting his head out of his ass. He's batting almost a, a two forty now. Yeah, dude, he's from, been like, impressive, man. Really. Um, he had I think he had a home run today. He had a home run today, or was it uh, was it a home run? I didn't watch it today. Yeah, yeah. I was it was Father's Day, so I was I was hanging out with uh, Poppy Butch and, and my and my and my dad. So shout out to them. But um, on that note, guys, very glad to be back. Um, thank you for um, being patient and for me to come back next week. I would like to give my punchable face of the week. Do you have a punchable face of the week? Oh, punchable face of the week. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Kyrie, oh, bro, that's 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 a that's a great call, dude. I am gonna go with actually. I'm gonna go with Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid. Yeah, I just uh, well, I just saw him on the TV and it just right. bothered me. But I'm gonna go with the punchable voice of the week, and that is Casey Skeet 
Mickey Mouse. Oh, no, no, wait. It's Chris King. Chris the, King. Yeah, play yes, by yes, play, yes, guys, for yes, now. Yes, yes, there you go. Yes. All right, but on that note, everybody, uh, I thank you all for listening. Um, you know, this has been so much fun doing. Uh, I can't wait for many, many more. And, you know, as always, get them chopping. Get them chopping, baby.